Lights that spark fire nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass, the secret strategies to launch the next great physical product or service. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Sharon Brown, who's the founder of Illuminate Network and the product launch lab member community that helps entrepreneurs transform any idea for a physical product or service into a revenue ready launch. She is a tech entrepreneur, angel investor, and creator of award winning products. Featured in the Grammy gift bags. Fire Nation today will be talking about secrets to a successful launch, how to get the money to actually launch, the five factors of success for launching a physical product or service, and so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. The strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business. And these strategies are waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Sharon, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hello, Fire Nation. It's good to be here and good to be with you, John. An interesting thing that people don't know about me is that I am actually in a very competitive fantasy football league. (laughs) <laughs> and I actually uh, a couple uh, two the season before last uh, I won and went sixteen and one, which uh, I have a little fun with with my 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 folks there because uh, unless you can go better than sixteen and one, I'm just saying that's going to endure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for sharing that because that kind of gives me a little opening. I don't think I've ever shared this with Fire Nation, but my community down here in Palmas del Mar, Puerto Rico, had our own little fantasy football and. Although I did not go 16 and one, I feel like, I think I actually finished, I want to say like uh, 11 and six or something. So, you know, definitely more wins than losses, but nothing stunning like that record. My team turned it on in the playoffs because I had Derek Henry as my running back. My husband did too. That's brilliant. Yeah. I blew teams out of the water, like 156 to like 74. And it was a great victory. And I love it for, I'm sure the same reason that you loved it is because, you know, I've got bragging rights for an entire year around my community. (laughs) I got to tell you, my hat's off to you and I bow down for those of you who did select him because that was the get of all gets. Uh, But the interesting thing is last year I didn't do so well, uh, so really didn't. So I I renamed my team, not 16 and one this year. (laughs) But when I did win, uh, I actually used part of my prize money. The more interesting part of it is I used part of my prize money uh, to support uh, uh, an initiative, Social Entrepreneur Sunday, that I launched in 2018. The, uh, 2013. And that was about supporting social entrepreneurs who do well by doing good. So oh, the whole idea is cool. that we have Black Friday and we right. have Cyber Monday. So Social Entrepreneurship Sunday is about supporting uh, those entrepreneurs. So nice. f- people can feel free to go to uh, Social Entrepreneur Sunday. 
com to learn more. Good call to action. I love that. And Fire Nation, as I shared with you during the introduction, you know, we're going to be talking with Sharon today about secret strategies to launch the next great physical product or service. And we have a lot to talk about. So I really want to dive in. And let's just start at the beginning. How would Fire Nation start a launch for a physical product or a service? Like what would step one look like? Step one is interesting because most of us focus on having a good idea, and that's so important without question. I just want to take it a bit further in terms of the start, and it's about validating that idea. So whatever that idea you have for a physical product or service, validate, validate, validate. And that's about confirming that your idea makes sense. And I, and part of what I, I like to do is take it uh, a bit further, and I look into what I call internal validation and external validation. Validation. So specific to starting, internal validation is about uh, evaluating whether the idea you are considering or launching is sustainable. And, and part of that is, is basing it off of a self-assessment. And so, for example, if you find that you're a dad that wants to be home with his kids, have you created a business that, quite frankly, is not sustainable uh, and one of the examples that I always think about uh, specific to me was uh, 20 plus years ago for my first business, which was a uh, corporate communications company. I realized three years in, I had an office space and I dreaded driving to my office. Mm. And I had great clients like Texaco and et cetera. But I realized I created a business that was not sustainable because one of the things I realized I value most as an entrepreneur is freedom. And so one of the things that I've I've taken that really far, farther in terms of internal validation and even creating an assessment tool. And we'll share with uh, Fire Nation how they can get access to that a little bit later where you can even score how you're doing and, and whether that idea is really validated. I love that because Fire Nation, if you're not clear of like where you want to end up with your business, then you're potentially going to be going in the wrong direction. And sometimes it takes a lot to kind of claw your way back and kind of rewind that those steps you've already taken. And hey, why not get that right in the first place? And one thing that you are really great in chatting about, Sharon, is physical products, they just take on a different animal than a lot of things in the digital space and you know a lot of the online world. So let's talk about the difference between the physical products versus other products and services that we see people doing online. Such a brilliant point. And that's precisely why I thought it was valuable to at least touch upon that a bit because we hear people mention, oh, I'm launching a product or service or what kind of product or service are you launching? And it has become so general. And a lot of times people are thinking about courses, et cetera. So I specify a physical product or service and physical product in terms of, is it a core deliverable that you can actually hand someone? (laughs) Is there there, uh, something tangible? And, And an example of that is part of my community in the product launch lab in Illuminate. We have a Pamela, for example, who's launched an authentic Thai steamed buns Ooh. as a grocery product. And part of my background is in technology. So are you launching a SaaS product, a software as a service, uh, or even a service? And I think of an example such as uh, Cindy, who's launching a visual journal, a subscription journal. Uh, and then even it could be both. So are you launching like Selena, who has a tea uh, he was a tea, has a tea distribution company and has a brand, but she's actually launching a consulting service to support entrepreneurs who actually want to build their own tea brands. Uh, and she's based out of Australia. So the idea is just being mindful that is it a physical product service? Is it SaaS? Is it is it a service uh, in general? And just be mindful that it's not 
uh, only about or all about courses and, and, and developing courses and development, which are great. But some of the things that I'll share during our time together are going to be specifically for those who are looking in any of those three areas. Yeah, and I can definitely say that that is so true from my experience. And, you know, for the first four years of Entrepreneurs on Fire, 2012 to 2016, we were launching courses, of course, like this podcast and different things like that. But then in 2016, I came out with my first physical product, like an actual leather-bound, faux leather-bound journal. And, you know, we've since done now four of those total, but it was a completely different animal launching an actual physical product going through the processes and the whole launch was completely different and it was really interesting to see how they were really truly two different animals and so what are some secrets Sharon that you can share now with Fire Nation on successful launches I love this one of the things that I will say without question is my big number one if you don't know what your product or service looks like you are automatically set up for failure. Ooh. And that might seem harsh, but when I mean lo- what it looks like, I don't mean a theoretical sense or a feral sense. <laughs> you know, we all have these warm and fuzzies around <laughs> what it looks like. But I mean, do you really know what it looks like? And here's an example. Uh, I think of, of, I was just building a payment platform. And if all I can think about is hardware, software, and networking, I know Uh uh-oh, I had no idea what I'm talking about. I have no idea what this thing is, this product, this service is. And so knowing what it looks like is, are you clear on what those workable components are? Are you crystal clear on what those core deliverables are? And then, of course, it extends from there. But that is the number one thing uh, hopefully people take away is that if you don't know what your physical product or service looks like, you're automatically set up for failure. And I've seen that from the corporate world when I was in corporate America to launching now over 200 uh, physical products and services as an entrepreneur. So I did have an S at the end of secrets. So I'm going to ask you for maybe just one more. Like what's another secret to a successful launch that you've kind of seen over the years with your clients, customers, and of course yourself too? Absolutely. And next one is about knowing how to measure the value of your product before you waste time, money, and resources. So when I talk about measure the value, one of the things we often, uh, a lot of people know, and of course, if you're a listener to to Fire Nation, you know the importance of of asking uh, what is the biggest challenge and really understanding that from your audience. But to take that a bit further in, ter- in terms of really making sure you can put your audience into an experience that will help you identify some core metrics that you can really measure the value of that product or service. So for example, if I were to ask you, what's the challenge you experience with with breakfast? Uh, that That's broad and there's some great takeaways from that that you can get. But if you turn it a bit and we ask, what was it like for you the last time you burnt the toast when you <laughs> made breakfast or whatever that may might be, you're actually coming up with some clear metrics that you can use. So that that's just one element of it, knowing how to measure the value of your product or service. And then there's core metrics and there are other things that go in it. But just think about the importance of that. And then just quickly, a third one would be, of, of course, knowing how to find customers even before you launch. Now, one thing that I know with Fire Nation, because, you know, I try to hold as many conversations and engage as much as possible is, you know, a lot of people have ideas and they have desires and they have plans and they have strategies and tactics and tools, but 
they may not have the quote unquote funds to launch. And I get it because, you know, like and I was kind of going over the idea of launching physical journals and going through the process and running the numbers. I was like, man, I'm going to have to actually cut a check for over $100,000 to get the inventory created to be prepared to sell these products. And, you know, I mean, I didn't have to go that specific route, but I just wanted myself because I knew I had an audience that was really interested in this product because I had pre-validated it using Kickstarter. So I knew that the demand was there and I knew that, you know, by... We were essentially getting so much inventory that I was able to uh, really bring down the cost per product to a level that really made it much more profitable. I know you can kind of go more of the on-demand route a lot of times when it comes to physical products, which does cost more per product, of course, but it took a lot of upfront money to kind of get that ball rolling. So what are some secrets you can share with our audience about getting money to launch when it comes to these physical products? Oh, sure. Uh, so one of the things, uh, I'm actually an angel investor. So I'm an entrepreneur, uh, and that's what I do. But I also have a portfolio of, of companies that I've in, invested in. And one of the companies, we just had an exit um, a couple of months ago, Madumo. And that's the only reason why I'm spoke, speaking about them is because they had an exit. They were bought out by Philips. And it's a diagnostic patient management platform that solves the problem of carbonless duplicate forms that patients get from hospitals. So one of the things that I've spent a lot of times in, in uh, learning from uh, venture capitalists and angel investors, and they're people far smarter with me and much bigger, d- deeper pockets than me in that area, but I've certainly learned a lot. And part of what I look for, even when I invest now, really boils down to four things. Number one, clear problem to solve. And that might seem super obvious to anyone or any person that actually is running a business. But I'll tell you, the number of of, uh, entrepreneurs that I see that it's really not that clear. It might be clear to them, but if unless you can clearly articulate that problem, um, no investor wants to listen to you. So whether you are thinking about going an angel investor route or VC route or even friends and family as an investment, you want to be able to articulate that. The second thing is having a clear customer niche and avatar. And once again, might seem obvious, but I just want to share with people the the whole idea of if you're thinking that you're going to sell to the entire world, that automatically is somewhere where you're going to turn people off uh, because your product realistically, can you sell it to the entire world? If you try to resonate with everybody, Fire Nation, you're going to resonate with nobody. So what's that example you got, Sharon? Yeah, absolutely. And the example I love to share around that is Recruiter Care, which is a, a platform that uh, I developed a, couple, uh, a year ago. And that's a, about a platform to link home caregivers with recruiters of agencies Mm. that hire caregivers. And that came out of, um, actually, I was looking to invest in that space, and I decided I can actually better serve that market by developing a platform in that area uh, to serve families who really need and are looking for home caregivers to really have someone dependable that can serve their family member with dignity and respect. And that comes from me dealing with that with my father who died of cancer 20 plus years ago. Had I known about a home caregiver, that would have been great. So with that, that's what the platform is about. So think about that from a clear customer niche. It was about linking caregivers and recruiters. And one of the things that happened with that was we actually started getting a lot of families and actually individuals who were coming on to the site looking for caregivers, which was something we weren't thinking about serving in the upfront. It was later 
down the road in terms of the product roadmap. So part of having a clear customer niche avatar is not about how do you market to that avatar. It's about the features and the functionality of the service or even the clearly the product or, or SaaS product in this case that you're developing. And the, the story that will always stick with me, our very first customer was a quadriplegic who was looking for a caregiver. And he already had three caregivers and he was looking for a fourth because he needed round the clock care. The platform wasn't set up for that, Ooh. right? So it was about having to, on the fly, we ended up giving him a, a level of white glove service at no charge to support him. Uh, but being mindful, do you, are you crystal clear in who you're serving? But more importantly, what is that going to mean for them in terms of how you're serving them? So that's just something, a story that will stick with me. And we're, we're currently going to be revamping the site down the road. And one of the things that I will absolutely be gunning for is making sure and asking, does every feature that we're putting in here, can a quadriplegic use this service? So think about that. Uh, do you have a clear problem to solve? Clear customer niche and avatar as a second. And the third would be a focused plan of action. And that's about the how. How are you going to do this. So, and that's the reason why I developed the product launch blueprint, which are steps and an overview of things that you can do to make sure you're taking the steps in the right direction to build your, your physical product or service. And we'll share with Fire Nation and a bit on how they can get access to that. And then the fourth is having clear steps for implementation. So this is the big one, right? It's about you, um, can really have the best idea in the world, but if you can't implement it, it's really the same as <laughs> so having true. no idea at all. <laughs> so those are the those are the four uh, and the things that stick with me. And when I think about investing in anyone, of course, revenue and having revenue, all those things are important. But these are the four: clear problem to solve, clear customer niche and avatar, focus plan of action, and clear st- stages for implementation. Yeah, Fire Nation. I'm just going to hone in for a second on number three, the focus plan of action, because you know I love that word, focus, follow one course until success. And if you can show people that, hey, we have a focused, a laser-focused plan of action, and we are just going to double down on these things, it's going to really give them an overall sense of ease and be like, okay, this person knows what they need to do. Now they just need to go to number four and have those clear steps to actually implement. And again, going back to number three, Sharon's going to be sharing quite soon the product launch blueprint that she has created. So stick around for that. And we have some amazing things coming up after the break, including the five factors of success for launching a physical product or service. As soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. What if I told you that the strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business? My buddy Russell Brunson has grown ClickFunnels into one of the fastest growing non-VC-backed SaaS companies in the world. So you know the strategies he's using to attract his dream customers are working very well. So how does this help you? He just released a new podcast miniseries called Traffic Secrets to share the exact strategies he uses and that you can use too. Throughout his 20 power-packed episodes, Russell teaches you how to identify your dream customers, find where they're already hanging out, and get direct access to them no matter your budget. These and many more strategies are the exact strategies that Russell uses to bootstrap his business into a $100 million a year empire, and they're the same traffic-driving strategies he uses today to draw people into his world, generate leads, and make sales. These secrets are so powerful, Fire Nation. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. 
Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession. And he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. Magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. You might be wondering, how's this even possible? Well, Clay only takes on 160 clients, which means means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you thrive. That's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. So Sharon, we're back and let's be honest, it's never the perfect time to have kids. It's never the perfect time to get that dog or that cat. It's never the perfect time (laughs) to launch a business. Like there's just never the perfect time. There's always something going on in your life or in the world or in the economy or whatever it might be. So what should someone do about launching in times when, let's be honest, you know, a particular market or just the overall economy is not super strong? Oh, absolutely. This is real world. And it really boils down to three things, my friends. Get focused, get knowledge, and get ready. <laughs> so get focused. And that's about making the decision to launch, getting, making the decision on, on, on validating your idea and get knowledge, get all the insight you can to start moving forward. And, and obviously listening to uh, a great podcast like EOF or, or the blueprint, uh, whatever you need to make sure you're taking those steps to move forward. Because the one thing I can share, uh, no matter how long you've been in business, I've been through, uh, four economic downturns in my career. And so I've survived them all across different businesses. So it's a, the third is about getting ready because it will evolve. It will turn around. And the story I can share with everybody around that is with Solona, which is, which was a luxury skincare line that I developed. And it came off of the heels of, from my background in technology, when there was a downturn in technology and I was left with that, uh oh, <laughs> that OS moment. And we all, <laughs> you figure out the S for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do in terms of, you know, huge mortgage? And I was at the time, so I was thinking about going to grad school and what do I do? Long story short around that is I decided to venture and do something I'd never done before. I had no background in manufacturing, distributing, or make building a skincare line. And I moved forward and started putting the blocks in in line. And from that period of time to coming up with the idea, launching Salona, that later within a five-month period was in the Grammy gift bags, had received international exposure on the Today Show and Extra and all these different outlets and, and celebrity following from the likes of, you know, Kelly Clarkson and Madonna as, as was sold by Extra TV. My point around that is had I never started and had I never 
really got ready, I would have never had that experience. And it's something I would have never dreamed for myself to where we had we're in the Bellagio hotels and even the Four Seasons. So it's just an interesting thing, you know, coming completely from a completely different background. So if you find yourself in a place, no matter what type of market you're in, whether that's a downturn specific to that industry you're thinking in or it's an overall economic downturn, to start in getting focused, get the knowledge you need, take those steps and then get ready and you will be able to move forward. Boom, Fire Nation. Get focused, get knowledge, get ready. And Sharon, you've created the five factors of success for launching either a physical product or a service. So break those down for us. Break those down for Fire Nation. Oh, absolutely. And this is the fun part of it. I'm just going to break it down. Who the heck are you? (laughs) Number one. Uh, Two, what the heck are you launching? Three, what the heck can you show me for what the heck, who the heck, where the heck are your customers? And then five, how the heck do you build it? And that breaks down very simply into number one, credibility. Who the heck are you? So think about Salona and ha- as, a, as a luxury skincare line, really competing against the likes of a Clarins or a L'Oreal uh, to prototyping, right? That's what the heck are you launching? What is that thing that you can show, even if it's a service? How do you really get that out there and articulate what it is you're looking to launch. And three is about the proof. How the heck can you show me and show that you can gain traction? And of course, getting your first dollar in revenue is certainly useful, but what other thing? Might might it be signups or, or something else that you can show that there's proof that there's a value uh, you're fulfilling a need? Four is fire hose, what I call the distribution fire hose. So where the heck are your customers? And it might not seem so obvious. Uh, as, are they on Amazon? Well, lucky for you if that's the case, right? Uh, and what that looks like. But where are your customers and being able to, to find them? Uh, for example, with the salon, it wasn't so obvious. Or even with recruiter care, that was a, a new type of industry, a new type of platform. I had no idea where to go about connecting and finding those those customers, the caregiver side, as well as the recruiters and, and making that connection. And then five is what I call the product launch loop. And that product launch loop evolves from the product uh, product launch blueprint. So that's, of course, how the heck do you build it and launch it? So if you think about just those five things, what I, I call the five factors of success, credibil- credibility, prototype, proof, fire hose, and the product launch loop, you will be on your way no matter what type of industry or what type of physical product or service you're thinking about. Now, one thing that I hear a lot from Fire Nation and, you know, just the overall entrepreneurial population in general is, you know, all the ideas they come up with are already taken. Um, You know, like they had the idea for Uber before Uber, but, you know, unfortunately Uber launched before them, like, woe is me. So, what do you, Sharon, say to people who claim that their idea has already been taken or that they just don't have that big idea right now? Boy, and this is something we all struggle with. And, and the, listen, it's it's a, a bit of um, a warm embrace, <laughs> <laughs> but build a better ma- mousetrap. Build a better mousetrap. Or two, find your audience. So yes, someone has launched that, that physical product or service that's the same or similar. That's to their niche, to their avatar, to their audience. 
but who are, who are you and who is your audience and being able to to build and still be successful you absolutely can do that and then i would say just frankly compete compete and think about what that looks like in terms of getting it out there and then what i love to share is uh in early days, years ago, American Express used to have something known as the wish list. And it was the coveted uh, place where oh, yeah. all the big companies, are you familiar? Yeah, they, yeah. everyone wanted their products or services in, the, in that particular wish list. It was around the holidays. And at the time, it was only for platinum card members. Uh, you could get like a BMW for like $5,000. But there was like only, <laughs> it was only like, you know, a couple at, and at a certain period of time is like one o'clock, you get on and then they were gone in like 15 poof. seconds. Right, poof. And so with that, you had to, it wasn't like an Amazon. So this was pre-Amazon even. You couldn't, not every company could be part of it. Even if you wanted to, you had to apply for it. And of course, there were giant brands, giant companies who, who were who were partnering with America Express to do that. So I had the bold idea that I could do this. And I actually presented Salona and, and we actually were accepted. And what that meant is that they didn't have multiple skincare companies that were part of it. It was it was literally one or two. And at the time, American Express, they would pay you to be part of it. So it's not like I was putting it out there and seeing how many we sold. They actually gave me a check for $256,000, I remember, uh, to be a part of the this wish list. And our company, we actually sold the fastest out of any product in their history. And it was like 1,600 units in, in like within minutes. And it was such a big part of back to competing. And what does that look like? Something that I would never have imagined was possible. And that's what's possible for each one of us as entrepreneurs. If you just put yourself out there and compete, you never know what is possible until you do it. And then a fun little uh, uh, side note to that is uh, also it was impossible to be in that more than once right. in that wish list. We were actually invited back for a second time. The second time, the second year, we were part of what was called the Hot 100, which was phenomenal. So I, it's just a story just to share with everybody. This is the thing. Remember what motivated you or what's motivating you to launch that physical product or service. And I will tell you what, from a hunt, researching and speaking and interviewing hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs from all around the globe, we all have three things in common. We want to help others. We want to reshape industries and we want to possibly change the world. Yeah. Those are not my words. Those are the words I hear from entrepreneurs all the time. So my point is, if you feel that some your idea is already taken or, or there's something already out there similar, remember what's motivating you and get out there and build a better mousetrap, find your audience, or just get out there, roll your sleeves up and compete. And you will be surprised at the success that comes your way. In Fire Nation, Sharon shared a lot of value bombs during that last little bit there. But one thing I do want to triple down on, because she actually said it twice, but I just love it. And I want to make sure that you really absorb it, Fire Nation, is build a better mousetrap. Like if you have that idea and you look at it and there's something out there, well, look at the reviews. Like what are people complaining about on that thing? Like how can you make it better? How can you 
add the things and the features that people are complaining about that this thing doesn't have. I mean, you can always get out there and build that better mousetrap. Now, Sharon, you dropped, as I shared earlier, tons of value bombs on this entire episode. So take a moment, step back, give us one big takeaway that you really want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from everything that we talked about today. Give us the way that we can get all that great stuff that you've been sharing throughout the blueprint, et cetera, and any call to action that you want to share with us at that time. And then we'll say goodbye. Oh, absolutely. Well, I am loving the the possibility of everything that people are looking to build. Yeah. And so if you go to Illuminate Network, uh, that's E. L-U-M as in Mary, I-N-A-T-E, network.com backslash fire. Go to illuminatenetwork.com backslash fire. You can get access to the blueprint. And with that, back, back to what I mentioned about that assessment tool, you can also find what your launch type is. And you're going to be either one of four launch types. Either you're an anchor, you're an adapter, you're an accelerator, or you're an achiever. Mm. And with that, you're going to find your also be able to find your launch score. So you can keep taking that at different times in your launch to see where you are and to help you along the way and leverage the blueprint, which is an overview to keep you going. So go to illuminatenetwork.com backslash fire and you can get access to that. And I look forward to absolutely seeing how everybody is uh, taking that information and rocking with it because boy, entrepreneurs. We're all on fire. Yeah, we are. Oh, we are. And especially after hearing words like this from Sharon Fire Nation, I know that you are ready to get out there and just make things happen because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with SB and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Sharon in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with everything we talked about today, links to everything. But your call to action, Fire Nation, is head over to illuminatenetwork.com slash fire. That's illuminatenetwork.com slash fire. And just get all that great stuff that Sharon has waiting for you there. Take that assessment. Shoot me an email, by the way. I would love to know which one you are. Are you an anchor? Are you an achiever? Like, let me know. I would love to know because I'm going to take the assessment and I will reply to you with what I am and we can kind of compare notes. It'll be fun. So shoot me an email on that. And Sharon, I just want to say thank you for sharing your truth, that knowledge and value that you have with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. Much appreciated. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Sharon. And let's break this down. Successful entrepreneurs accomplish big, huge goals. That's why I created the Freedom Journal to guide you, Fire Nation, accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And we're talking step by step. So visit thefreedomjournal.com. Use promo code podcast. That'll get you $15 as a discount and thank you for listening to the podcast and I'll catch you there Fire Nation or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. 
The strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business. And these strategies are waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast mini-series, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com.